Hello friends and a very warm welcome to you. This is the international service in English from the Adventist World Radio. Today's program we bring news, inspirational music and also nature talk about vegetation, food and beauty. Our Bible theme focusing on teens and rebellion and in between the lines about a youth who was genius but revolted against his own authority. I am Sharad Khandagle and I am Maureen Dekar. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's listen to a song on It's a Miracle. Wonder can do. The sea 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We are glad Jennifer could be part of our program. She is going to share from nature about food and beauty. And God said, Let the dry land appear and forth vegetation. Genesis 1.9 As God started His third day of creation, He told the waters to divide and let the dry land appear. He called the dry land earth and the waters He called seas. After the waters parted and the earth appeared, God told the earth to grow all types of vegetation such as trees, shrubs, flowers, grains, grass and vegetables. The Bible story says that as all of these different kinds of vegetation sprang forth, there was to be seed in each one so they would continue to reproduce. Can you imagine what a thrill it must have been for God to speak and all the many varieties of flowers were made? My mind just goes wild as I think of all the lovely flowers that I have seen in different parts of the world. They are all so different. And what about the trees? All of the fruit trees, palm trees, nut trees, evergreen trees and others. Can you imagine God speaking and all of a sudden there were trees everywhere? He didn't have to wait for them to grow. We wait for years for trees to grow from seeds or small plants, but not God. He spoke and all the varieties of trees were there. What a powerful God! God created the grass as a covering for the earth to make it beautiful and provide a soft carpet-like effect. He created the wheat, barley, oats, corn and other grains. And also springing forth from the earth were the vegetables and all other vegetation. It must be very exciting for God to see all of the vegetation spring forth and cover the soil and make the earth colorful. God was demonstrating His love in a magnificent way on the third day of creation. He was preparing the earth for something else. He had in His master plan the creation of creatures that would need vegetation for food. So this third day all the food that would be necessary for these creatures was created. God will provide for all your needs today if you trust Him because my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank God today for His provisions for your physical needs. You just heard Jennifer talking to us on nature. By the way, if you want more on creation, feel free to write to us. Our address, Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. And before we go any further, listen to a meaningful song, I Will Come.
that glorious day And if I hear your voice I'll jump from the grave When you open the door Of the celestial shore I'll come with you Happy Frederick Paul could join us in our studio. He will be discussing about rebellious attitude from the word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 10. As soon as ye hear the sound of the trumpet then ye shall say Absalom reigneth in Hebron. There is a long-haired youth in the Bible who reminds me of some of modern teenagers. His name was Absalom. He had many fine qualities of all David's sons he was the most promising he was handsome and intelligent he had leadership capabilities a sense of humor and a magnetic personality he was adventurous ambitious wholehearted and daring he had an unembarrassed confidence in his own ability he lived magnificently in the king's palace common people loved him Though he was an aristocrat he was not aloof he drove a chariot with 50 men running before him and he had the wildest fastest horses in the royal stables Absalom was a genius with a human touch on day in the name of youth as against experience he revolted against his own father he stole the hearts of the people the new generation challenged the old with his admirers and loyal friends and leaders about him absalom crowned himself king in hebron absalom had revolted number 1 age of rebellion what happens when one stomps his little foot and shakes his little fist toward god and says i'm not going to do it leave me alone god I'm going to live my own life absalom is what happens judas is carried is what happens Adolf Hitler is what happens 
teenagers arrested for serious crimes in cities all across America are what happens. The rebel spirit is as old as the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were rebels when they chose to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The children of God rebelled against His ways and sought to build a tower to heaven. The prodigal son rebelled against his father and went away to the far country. Rebellion lies deep in the very nature of everyone who lives on planet Earth. The question is how to make this rebellion creative, for it can be either creative or destructive. We can gather up these tendencies and be carried to the heights, or these pent-up emotions can cast us down to the depths. Anyone can break an egg, but who can put Humpty Dumpty together again? I wonder if our society is not aiding the rebel spirit. Absalom's society and home, his environment, added fuel to the flame of his rebel spirit, too much leisure time. A father who lavished every luxury and comfort upon him, giving him expensive gifts, the finest clothing and horses and chariots, today it would be automobiles, encouraged his rebellion. His father gave Absalom everything materially, but he neglected Absalom's moral and spiritual training. Some of us give our children everything except the one thing that really counts the most, companionship. A society that distributes obscene literature and portrays filth and immorality on television and in the movies encourages a bad environment and insecurity and running with the wrong crowd and longing for love. These are all fuel that adds flames to the fire of a rebel spirit of our generation. What if this revolt is a symbol of deep hunger and thirst within for God and for a deeper meaning to life? Secondly, the avenues of rebellion. Absalom revolted against authority and restraint. He was a victim of self-will. I will do what I want to do. I will do as I please. I will love my own life. No one can stop me. Leave me alone. This is rebellion against any demands, against any discipline, against the cross. A new resident of the town informed the visiting minister when he called that she and her family were looking for a good modern church that won't make any demands on us. This is a part of the spirit of our age. Another avenue of rebellion is that of indulgence. I will drown myself in drink or drugs or delinquency. I can forget myself for a little while in my escapades, my dreams, my delusions. The results of this type of rebellion are the prodigal son, Skidro, and the boredom of a luxury hotel. Another road of rebellion is the way of the stoic. I can be my own God. I can be the master of my soul. Then there are those who seek to escape from reality. They become the dropouts. They lose themselves through conformity. They pretend to be someone else. They wear a mask. To wear a disguise to a party may be innocent fun. But to couple oneself to wear it in broad daylight is another thing. Thirdly, answer to rebellion. There is a thin line of difference between adventure and daring on the one hand and unfruitful rebellion on the other. Rebellion can be a noble thing. It is noble for youth to be adventurous and daring. 
Jesus revolted against tradition and custom in his day. He refused to treat people of other races with pride, hatred and contempt. He ate with sinners and publicans. He refused to adopt outward customs that were meaningless. However, it is one thing to revolt against custom and tradition, and it is another to revolt against justice, righteousness and temperance. Sometimes it is wise to rebel, and other times it is foolish. True rebellion is creative rather than destructive. If youth can choose the truth and move on to higher and nobler things, then to rebel is a wonderful thing. The youth who will accomplish the most in our world today are those who reach up to God for life, light and leadership. The love of David followed after Absalom. He felt that someday love would overtake his son. We hear the great cry of David in the room above the gate as the news comes that Absalom has been killed in battle. This love is so perfect in purity, unflagging in purpose, and invincible in appeal. Hear the great king say, O oh, Absalom, my son, my son, would God I could have died for thee. I wonder if Absalom really knew his father loved him like that. If Absalom could have heard it, he might have come home. Today we should listen for the voice of God. My son, I have died for you. The Absalom spirit of her heart should hear it. There is an old story of a couple engaged to be married. Just before the wedding day, the bride jilted the groom and ran away with another man. It broke his heart so that he could never go with another woman. A few years later, she returned to the community, having been deserted and broken by the lover. Everyone expected her old fiancé to cheer and say, Serves her right for what she did to me. However, to the amazement, he went to her and professed he still loved her and would forgive all. She could not believe him. So great was her shame and sorrow that she could not comprehend that such love was still possible. He tried again and again to convince her, but his words were impotent. One day she was driving through town in her buggy. Something frightened her horse and it started to run away. Her life was in danger. And the farmer fiancé, seeing the situation, ran out and brought the horse under control. In so doing, he was severely injured, but as the woman took his head in her arms, he managed to say weakly, Maggie, don't you believe me now? I do love you. In the same way, God spoke of his forgiving love, but sinful people did not believe it, and so, in the fullness of time, he came in human form. He flung himself into the midst of a runaway world, and in so doing, was badly mangled, even killed on a cross, but does not that very act say to us, Won't you believe me now? I do love you. This is the story of the gospel. This is the love of God that reaches out to draw those who with the absolute spirit to himself. The answer to rebellion is the cross. Heavenly Father, as we come to you in Jesus' name, we see the love of God on the cross. What a perfect performance for a wayfaring world, for a sinful world drenched in sorrow, in hue and cry. But as we see the cross and Jesus hanging on that wondrous cross, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will penetrate such a 
powerful thought that you love us and that you came to die for a wayfaring world. Father, as we look at the love of Jesus on the cross, we want to come back to you as we are. Accept us as we are, Lord. In Jesus' matchless name, we humbly pray. Amen.
friends, thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We trust that you found it helpful. If you did, be sure to join us again along with your family and friends. Here's our mailing address: Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, four one one zero zero one, Maharashtra, India. That's Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number One Seven, Pune, four one one zero zero one, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on amc at pn2 dot vsnl dot net dot in. That's amc at pn2 dot vsnl dot net dot in. I'm Maureen and I'm Sharad. Be sure to join us again on our next program. Until then, may you have good health and all the good blessings of our loving God. 